Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Beat of Sports. Mark Daniels on this uh, Wednesday. The NFL's made a lot of headlines uh, last couple of weeks. From uh, Tua's moment against Buffalo, against the Bengals, a changing of concussion protocols, eye in the sky, roughing the passer, all that stuff. Ben Ostro has been our guest when it comes to understanding NFL rules and officials. Uh, the author of the book, So You Think You Know Football, he's on Twitter, at Football Zebras, uh, where if you are really into everything that happens officiating, uh, you can follow along uh, throughout the Sunday. By the way, I think my favorite part of your t- uh, welcome, good morning, I think my favorite part is uh, the people that just think that they're on their couch, they know more than the guy watching the game, not realizing that they have the benefit of, like, 50 replays where the guy in the field has to make a call instantly, and they're arguing with you, like, well, this is what I saw. They're like, yeah, because he watched it 50 times. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks, Mark. And, uh, yeah, it, it does get kind of frustrating, but, uh, you know, how how can you go up against uh, the refs you suck chance? <laughs> Right, let's go back and start with where all this began. Tua goes down against the Bills. Everybody sees what we see. Then there's a protocol that we're told that takes place. What did you watch in that game? As uh, The rules apply, and again, you're, I'm not asking you to play doctor, but to go back, not go back in the game that then led to the outcry, and then we got to Thursday and what took place. Just on what we saw in those two plays and those two games, what was your reaction? Yeah, one of the things, uh, at least from an officiating standpoint, they they do try to keep the officials from playing doctor. And you know, you will see players that that look a little wobbly, and and they may misapply the fact that that he's got a concussion, which is fine, and that that's the way it works out. You know, better to be wrong than um, and 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 to be overly cautious. But in this case, you know, we you had a withdrawal from. You know, from the unaffiliated uh, 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 spotter that that checks on these things and and is able to radio down, and yeah, it just it's one of those things where you say, okay, well, we followed all of the protocol, but it still just doesn't look right. And I couldn't see them making any major changes this year, um, because you know, right in the middle of the season is not the time to be. To be making any any wholesale revisions to the policy, I'm glad that they at least recognize that you know if you're unstable to the point that you know you can't walk, we're just gonna play it safe and, and pull you out. Um, and it just wound up happening that that the Dolphins uh, were the the first team that were hit by this new policy. But you know it's just one of those things you can't be overly cautious because. You know, we're, we're talking about lives. You know, it's going to go on beyond this, you know, third and fourth quarter of this game. There are people who are going to have lives shortened or, or have that other things, and that, that just seems to take a lot more importance to me. Let me stick to it again. I'm not asking you to play doctor, but as you point out, that's not the job of the ref. 
So when an eye in the sky or somebody says, yeah, I need a player, an official has no part in that. I think people sometimes don't understand that. They don't play a role in that. Am I correct, Ben? That's correct. Well, they they will treat them just as any other injured player. Uh, if the if the officials see somebody that just isn't stable, they'll bring on the attendance and it's a regular injury timeout. If somebody calls up from above, they will place it in a different category called a medical timeout. So there's no game implication when when that happens. That's kind of the the, the trade off to bring this system in. So it's not a charge timeout. So if you're under two minutes, you know, they just pause the game and bring the player, escort the player to the sideline, pick up where they left off. Different situation if the referee or, or any of the other officials see something, that becomes a, a regular injury timeout. So, yeah, again, you don't want officials playing doctor. Uh, but, again, they do know certain signals for uh, for concussions, uh, or any injury for that matter. And they're going to call on the attendants as soon as they see a player is in distress. The problem is, is that some of these things get masked a little bit, and some of this tough guy personality that's been baked into the NFL since its origin, which is just kind of play through it. You know, now you have people that are, are really expert at looking at these little details. Okay, his head hit the ground. So let's watch him as he walks back to that huddle where the officials, they have a lot of other in-between downs uh, duties to, to fulfill. The, uh, the ATC spotter can just focus on that single play. All right. Let's get to some of the situations that we had in, in, in the past week. And, uh, all right, we got concussion protocols. We got, uh, uh, hey, let's work on this, the PA and the league. I'm curious, Ben. In a situation like this past week, would the National Football League, in a lengthy email, Zoom conversations, tell officials, hey, I'm not asking you to call these plays more, but I would like you to keep an eye on these things? Because some people kind of wonder, in the wake of what we had with Tua, and we get to the Tampa Bay game and some other, and obviously Monday night, hey, they told officials to be on the lookout for this, and maybe in the first week or two, there'll be an overemphasis on looking for that, and then it'll kind of balance it out, just like we did a few years ago, about what is a catch. What does the NFL do in a situation like this in communication with officials? Well, I think in the, in the Tua case, I think that um, I, I'm 99, more than 99% sure that there was no change, no conversation with the officials, nothing, no refinement, that, because how it was handled on the field was handled exactly as it needed to be. Um, there wasn't really a an extra uh, situation that that the officials had to look at uh, in in that situation. I, it, everything is really following along with the original rules. However, we the timing being as it is, a couple of weeks later, we now see uh, you know two really outlier cases, and yeah, they're they're very obvious on their face. Uh, at least with the uh, with the Atlanta one, um, you know, and then that starts this whole cascading thing that that something has changed. There are games in in many other stadiums where where that was not the case. In the Atlanta game and and the Monday night game, pool reporter asked the officials. They gave their reasoning for the call. The call is what it is. Did you agree with both of those calls? 
Well, uh, uh, Grady Jarrett did everything he was instructed to do, and there was no compartment of roughing the passer that applied to that call. So that was that was just a flat-out missed call. And, you know, so we're not looking at that as, oh, well, there's new interpretation or anything like that. Um, you know, there was the appearance of a second action to – bring Brady to the ground, uh, but it just wasn't there. And, you know, on that one-shot instinct, referee Jerem Boger threw the flag. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those that, that you just wanted to come back. In the case of uh, on Monday night, you know, you have an extra element added in there where you have a uh, a loose ball. And so you have Chris Jones that he did really land – with full body weight on on uh, on car, so what you're, you you still have that that penalty in the back of your head as has Derek Carr had the opportunity to protect himself from from a hit, and I think that ignores the point that there's a loose ball because at that point, not that you get a an opportunity to get a a clear shot in, you know, if somebody comes barreling in and and throws in uh, a blindside hit, you know, that, that has nothing to do with recovering the ball. But in this case, you have a player that is trying to, to recover the ball, and it's just not something that we really see uh, any, kind of, any kind of play that we can draw to and say, well, this is how we handled it back then. So this is one of those situations where both can be right. You can have... Carl Sheffers throw the flag and say he landed with body weight and the passer hasn't had a chance to recover. That is correct. You can also say that, well, that the rule says if the uh, contact is warranted by the circumstances of the play and when there's a loose ball, all bets are off. Everybody's just scrambling to get possession of that ball. And you really, that's the possession is the primary objective of the game. So, to then say to a defender, you got to kind of not think about that. You have another thing. I, I really think that that adds uh, too much to to the defense. Yeah, they can't get a, a clean shot in, but on the other hand, they do have to have the opportunity to recover that ball. When you hear somebody or people say, well, roughing the passer should be reviewable, your reaction's what? You see, that's the thing is we could really start bogging down games with with reviewable calls, and and every time we have one of these these cases that's an outlier, um, you know, it becomes harder and harder to defend putting this under the microscope all the time. They have made some changes. They've made the umpire a little more part of the process, uh, so they will uh, instead of looking at at holding. Just before there's contact on the quarterback, they'll steal a look and just make sure that from their side they don't see anything so that the official, the referee who has the primary, gets a little bit of a almost a 360 on on the quarterback. And so that's where we see some of these missed calls. Either they're not called or or they're called incorrectly because the, the referee doesn't have that, that 360 perspective. But the thing comes back to the fact is that defenders will take every advantage. And when this rule came into play, 
where they really tightened this down. And this was more of the owners trying to protect their investment. Right. You had players, you had former players that said, look, when we stuff a passer legally, when we get that one step, we're going to put our face mask right in their chest because we might crack some ribs. And, you know, when, when you think about it that way, that that's the way in the trenches that that is the mentality, it, the common fan, it sets their, their hair on ends there. And this is the sort of thing that they're trying to take out of the game, is to make sure that these types of shots are not in there. So when a player puts out his arm to make it look like he's bracing himself, they have to say, well, no, he didn't keep his weight off. He just threw his arms out like he's Superman, but he didn't keep his weight off the quarterback. And this is really tight, and it's in real time. So do you now then bring in the the, uh, eye in the sky every time? That would certainly help, but I'm not sure that it would lead to many more correct calls. It will hit some of these outlier cases. And, yeah, in this case, in, in, uh, you know, for Atlanta, they had a third down stop in it on a, what wound up being a game winning drive. So it was very significant there. But, you know, there's going to be a few of these, a handful per season. And are we going to make a new rule based on just that? I don't think that that's the right way, but it's becoming more and more difficult to defend the fact that replay shouldn't be involved. Uh, a lot of good stuff, and uh, Ben's got so much more on these and everything that happens on a Sunday. You can follow the timeline. He's at Football Zebras is where you'll get info on Football Zebras. He's also on Twitter at Ben, A-U-S-T-R-O. Always good catching up, Ben. Good information. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. Talk to you soon. Um, did you get all that, Scott? Do you ever want to be an eye in the sky? For what? Anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not not an NFL game. Too much pressure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, do you ever like pull up at one of the like ho- holiday shopping season? Mm-hmm. Cops have that eye in the sky thing that kind of lifts you up and you're looking over. Oh, in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like just have like the walkie-talkie, Bob, the blue car, move, stuff like that. Yes, yeah, I'd like to be that. Yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, it would be fun. Nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> Costas on the call last night for the Yankee game. How'd that make you feel? Brian Anderson, not happy. Uh, yeah, I can imagine he wouldn't be happy about oh, that. Oh, sorry, you didn't work Monday. No, I did not. Yeah, I brought that up. Brian Anderson had been the number one play-by-play guy for TBS all year, working with Ron Darling, and they mm. put Costas in the booth with Darling for the Yankee series and Anderson to the B team. That didn't go well. That's That didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we come back. Scott kicks off the 11 o'clock hour with the news next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.